I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. This is where we use self-awareness to create practical systems to be more intentional and productive with our time. And we stay humble by remembering God is in control. And today we have a really awesome episode on a subject that can be pretty tricky when we're talking about money, but it's a really important thing to share with our kids and figure out how to do it in a like neutral way and create a positive outlook. And there's a lot of really great insights here. And this totally went in some different directions starting out in the conversation. I went into it thinking we're mostly talking about preparing to pay for college because you know it doesn't matter if your kid is two that is in the back of your head (laughs) that that is going to be something you have to pay for someday so we are definitely going to get into some of those um, tips and strategies for thinking about paying for college a little bit but this is really a focus on ourselves and how to handle our money and how to share those systems with our kids so we set them up for success And I have to tell you, I have a whole new outlook on the term budget, that whole idea of creating a budget, which just makes me feel tense and like, uh, Kara gives us a really awesome perspective that I love. And I hope you are just really empowered by this whole conversation today in just having a fresh, positive outlook and some kind of self-awareness to maybe what you're projecting right now is not what you want to teach your kids. So Let's go ahead and let Kara teach us all the things for budgeting and having these money conversations with our kids in preparation for paying for college. All right, welcome everyone. Today we have a really cool guest that we're going to talk about preparing for college for our kids. It's never too early to think about that. It's just one of those looming things always in the back of our minds. And so I've got twins and I definitely have this like definite fear of like, oh, two at one time. How is this going to work? So we're bringing in the help today to figure out how to be intentional and just kind of be prepared in advance and really set ourselves up for this whole process. So before we get into that, um, I've got Kara here. I would love to have you just introduce yourself and tell us a little about you. Hey, yes, I am Kara. So I have a podcast called Money and Mental Peace. I help students find God's plan for college and graduate loan and debt free. And I like to tell people that I am a 20 something Christian entrepreneur, amateur snowboarder and recovering overachiever. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> and I am a total like personal finance nerd, like like my parents are good with money, you know, fine with money. They're not irresponsible, whatever. And I'm like fanatical and I was fascinated with it when I was like 15, 16 and I'm like what happened? Like I don't I don't know. But um yeah, so I love talking with on like mom podcast too. I've actually done quite a few with talking with kids about finances and and college and whatever because I'm that nerd who's already daydreaming of how I will teach my kids about money. And I don't even have kids. So (laughs) that's me. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. This is so perfect because money is not my jam. I don't like having to think about it. So that is why I have you here to help us bring some of this very important insight in how we are intentional with our money. So 
let's get right into it. Um, so yeah, just starting out, like most of us here, young kids, maybe elementary, younger, some of us have some older ones mixed in, but no matter what, no matter where we are in this process with how old our kids are, paying for college is something that we know we're going to have to deal with at some point. So I would love to hear what advice you can share on what we do now. Like when we have young kids, like what can we do now to be better prepared for that? Okay. I love this question. There's a process to it. Okay. Okay. And either fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you're thinking, it starts with you listening. (laughs) So um, kids model what they see. So the question is, and I'm going to even say this is before finances. The question is, do you have time with Jesus? Just it doesn't have to be long. You know, it can be um, five, 10 minutes of reading a, a passage and praying, you know, like, is there a foundation of, of daily growth that you can ask him for guidance on your finances is my first mm-hmm. step. And then the next step, in my opinion, is your own personal either, well, both budget and just attitude around money and how you're talking with money with your kids. And to clarify, um, Julie, you and I just did an episode for my podcast and we talked about a calendar and planning and how you can change things. You just have it there. Mm-hmm. So I like to tell people to not freak out and a budget is just a calendar for your money. Mm, so like if, yeah, if, if your best friend from high school that you haven't seen in years is in town, you better believe you're going to get pizza for supper, not cook, not do laundry, not do dishes and ignore, I don't know, something else you're planning on doing because it's fine. Like you can, you can do that tomorrow. You're going to go see your friend. Like it's totally understandable. There's a time with your budget, with finances, if something happens mid-month, whether it's an emergency or it's something that you want to do and you intentionally decide to not have an, this much money put towards, I don't know, your vacation and instead you want to go hang out with your friend. Like there's a time for that. You just change it. So I think people think a budget is a straitjacket. And I do think it's great to put intentions on your budget at the beginning of the month, but it's supposed to be working for you, not you a slave to your budget. And so, but I do say, I people don't always like it, but budget, 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 you know where it is. And Dave Ramsey, one of the best quoters of financial knowledge says, mm-hmm. a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Yeah, because so true. We usually get to the end of the month, and if we can't look back, we're like, I thought I had like a bonus this month. Where did it go? So, mm-hmm. anyways, so then that is exemplified to your kids. And also, just even your conversation about money. Does money make you feel stressed and anxious? Does it make you feel happy? Um, that's probably something you personally can learn to deal with or get some counseling on or coaching on. But sometimes that plays over to your kids like there was some study done and I admit I don't have the source off the top of my head but it was like students did worse in math when they had parents who didn't like math and would express that as well Mm -hmm. and and I'm sure that can depend on the situation but math can be a hard thing and I actually loved math and both my parents were fine with it and thought it was interesting I don't know if that's exactly why it could have been a big part but like when you're with your kids and you're talking about money, do you sigh? Are you stressed? Is, is it exemplifying a positive or negative? Or do they even comprehend that like when you're at church, whether they have a pass something around for an offering or you do it 
online or whatever, do your mm-hmm. kids know that you guys gave and it helped turn the lights on? You know, mm-hmm. like there's the correlation. So I think there's just like a conversation. I don't I'm I'm not saying I have a certain like source for this, but in my what I've seen is your kids are going to best sur- like not just survive but thrive with money and winning at money if you have a good feeling about it and handle it well and it just kind of like exudes into their life. Yeah, um, I feel like we have to pause here and sit with that cuz this is, there's so many good things that you just okay. said that I want to make sure we have like oh man, it's the the subtlety of I love that you said like are you sighing or like even just these little things that you're doing around the topic of money is so powerful in our attitude of how we approach it. So, man, that's a good self-check for you guys like as we are talking just to check ourselves and intentional, right? Like you yes, say. Yes. And that's such a great point too, because <clears throat> in terms of like tithing at church, I I am giving online. So like my kids don't, I don't think I've talked about it. My kids don't know that like that connection isn't made. So like I'm having a light bulb moment over here of like, oh man, I need to have a conversation. This needs to come up more. So Thank you for sharing this. So yeah, I just want us to pause for a second and just absorb that you guys are thinking through like these subtle things of how we're projecting our feelings, like that our kids are learning how to feel about certain things based on instead of just letting them choose for themselves, like we're just instilling these thoughts about money and things. So, okay, continue, please. (laughs) Well, I was going to say it'll also help if your kids are off at college or if they stay home and commute, whatever, I think it would also help your future relationship with them because you're not stressed about money or they come home and all they want to do is ask you for money and not talk to you. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm doing, leading it to the future of just seeing it. But I think some people listen and they're like, but wait, the Bible says money is the root of all evil. So I just want to like stop Mm -hmm. us there. Yeah. The verse, well, depends on what translation you read, but the verse is, the love of money, so it's mm-hmm. the idol of money, is a root of all kinds of evil. And so, in my opinion, I I base like my faith as the foundation of my life. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are like, "Ooh, this doesn't sound right," but I actually base like the next level on top of faith as finances. And I don't mean that money is more important than my family because I do think the priorities need to be like God and your family and, you know, and it trickles down. But mm-hmm. to be able to not to survive, but like thrive in your family and your relationships and your work and your kids and time to go on vacation, you need to feel like, like my podcast is called that money provides that mental peace. So even mm-hmm. though I'm not saying it's a priority of like money is more important than family. In my opinion, it's a practical priority of steps. Mm-hmm. Is your faith there? Are you daily or at least several times a week, you know, like acknowledging God, feeding into your faith? And then like, in my opinion, and this is mine, I spend more time with God every week than my budget. But then ne- the next is like t- touching base with my budget every week. And that can literally be five minutes to see if you're doing okay. I'm not saying it's more important than family. But in my opinion of the stepping stones of creating a life for joy and fun and security with your family is you're going to have faith and you're going to have finances as the next stepping stone to work for you, not that you're a slave to it. Yeah. So, No, that's anyways. a good point. I think it's just that <laughs> the whole being a good steward of of our time and our money, that all of that kind of, I feel like goes together, but that money, I mean, I don't know the 
I don't have the source either, but we all know like money is the source of a lot of mm-hmm. arguments and stress and a all majority of, of divorces yeah. tends to be. Right. And so it's that is a huge important piece to get straight and find peace with it. So yes, I love this. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this before you even talk to your kids thing, but I'm gonna do this really yeah. quick. If you're interested in in good steps, anyone can look up Dave Ramsey's baby steps because it Mm -hmm. talks about having an emergency fund. A lot of people don't even have, couldn't even cover a $500 or $1,000 emergency if it came up. And then the next step is working on paying off debt. The next step is not just that emergency fund, but actually having three to six months expenses saved so that if you lose your job, you're not scrambling and you literally are like, okay, I got three months to find another job. Like, I'm okay. Like, and then there's there's more beyond that, which we're not going to go, but it's saving for retirement in your house and whatever. But I'm just, I'm just going to name that. That is what helped me even feel like I have an organized perspective of money and mental peace. And then out of that and out of your full cup, before you're talking to your kids about money, you need to make sure you have enough knowledge and also just peace around it that your cup is filled that it's going to pour out to theirs so i don't really think that's what you asked me because you asked me about with kids but i love this though that is okay i'm like oh we are going a whole this is good yes well then i'll tie it in and it's going to be actually really fast and simple when they're young when your kids are young it's just having conversations around money what money does and good positive things and if they get money like if they work for it or a gift or whatever always encouraging that give, save, and spend is all important. It's important to save. It's important to give. And some people might be like, no, spending's bad, like overspending. No, we're God's given us a beautiful gift. And we're, I even think we're even glorifying him when we spend something on something we enjoy and appreciate and thank him for. But it's if we have that freedom because we know we're not spending at all. We, mm-hmm. we saved and we gave. And so I think, honestly, that entire thing with like 90% you as the parent and only 10% as the kid, if your kid is young, you know, young, really young or elementary school age or whatever, is literally your own perspective and feelings around money and exuding that to your kids and also encouraging your kids to always give, save and spend. And yeah. that's really all I got for that age. I mean, we can go deeper, of course, like I would love to start to have my kids budgeting their own money and I have all this complicated stuff to be fun you know but like it's not necessary it's just your personal feelings and what you exemplify about money and then encouraging them that give saving and spending is good Mm. that's pretty much that's pretty much it for a young age (laughs) yeah that that's so good though because this is just really practical ways for us to be better with our money and our relationship with money and in teaching our kids. And, and that's our job as a parent to teach our kids. So I I love that we went down this, this path for sure. Um, and to be, yeah, just really intentional. And so I am curious on, so we instilling these values and, and saving and ideally, I know staying out of debt is always the goal. Um, and that you were able to achieve that. And so I'm curious, like what your thoughts are, because I know a lot of us, so many Americans, I had school debt, like student loan debt, like what are your thoughts on, I think most people's default is like, well, we'll just get a loan when it's that time and student loans and we'll hope they get money for school. Like what are, 
what are your thoughts on that approach of kind of relying on like student loans or getting so student loans like people do them but i'm here to tell you they're not necessary now i mean someone might use them i'm not saying that you're going to use them and fall down a trajectory of crime and jail you know i'm just i'm not saying that but like but like they actually are not necessary to finish college, if that makes sense. Um, and also, before we go into this too deeply, anyone, if your kids are coming up to like even middle school, like there are scholarships out there for like ages 13 and up. And so, you know, you don't have to think like I, I have to wait till they're a senior. I'm just giving you all a heads up. But let's yeah. let's so that's a heads up. But let's bring it back around. How I really was able to graduate from college debt free is honestly, this is going to sound like so simplistic and might even make people roll their eyes but i graduated from college debt free because i didn't get a loan like that's my basic why like i literally was like like if you get married and you're like you know if if there's issues we're going to marriage counseling we're going to god whatever like divorce is not even in our vocabulary an option i was literally like a loan isn't even an option so i'm just gonna have to figure it out like that was what honestly got me through it wasn't like I'll try, but if I don't get this or that, like, that was my choice, of course, and my takeaway. But then how that plays out is, of course, there's a lot more that goes in depth to it. And, you know, you can listen to my free podcast. It's got free content on there. But it it was a combination of not only getting money, but lowering expenses. Like, did you know that you can test out of classes, something that you already know the content of? So basically, I just took the next step testing out of classes, going to a community college, all the things. So that's lowering expenses. But there's also money. Like I got grants, scholarships. I just paid cash sometimes from internships. And um, also, God surprised me. And I, it took me longer to go through college because I was figuring this out. But I was like, it's okay. If I'm done and I don't have student loans, like I'll still be ahead. So I actually got to a point where I was older and I was an independent student, which means they only count your income and not your parents. And so they actually were like, oh, wow, you're poor because they only counted my income. Like I was working, but like not a ton. Yeah. And they're like, here's some government grants. So then I got random government grants and it was just like a patchwork that worked together. I leapfrogged from one place to the other. And honestly, God only showed me like a few steps ahead of what to do. Because if I could have just seen the whole thing and how it would work out, it would have made me feel better. But that's like Mm -hmm. trusting him and walking with him in it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great thing of just avoiding the whole student loan default that Mm -hmm. we all think is the just what you do. There's so many more things you guys need to. I'll have her podcast in the show notes. You guys can dig into all the options there. Um, But just knowing not to wait till the last second for when they're in high school and ready to go. Like there's plenty of things to work on in advance. Indicate that anywhere from middle school and high school, there are scholarships in line. And then when you get to college, you can lower expenses. Yeah. I love just, it's this whole process of being intentional that we don't just go into defaults of everything through our life and just like, Oh, this is, this is just how it works. And that's what we're going to do. And so kind of challenging your way of thinking to find better solutions and not defaulting to debt and things like that, which, which I love. Yeah. I mean, I guess really just any other tips. So a lot of this is 
obviously just teaching our kids how to approach money and for ourselves and being prepared, like any other tips in general for like budgeting, like preparing for larger expenses with our kids or teaching them any other tips you want to share with us? Kids are visual. Being able to actually have some cash for kids to see instead of like, remember, you have $5, but it's on my card. You know, like they won't Mm. comprehend the pain of handing cash over or the joy of getting it or something. I think there's an aspect of that to keep in mind. Also, when you get to um, middle school, high school, beyond, there is a game (laughs) Dave Ramsey has. I'm such a nerd. I asked for this for Christmas. They have um, Dave Ramsey (laughs) has a game that's called Act Your Wage not your age, but your wage. And I'm not sure what the age range. I feel like it's like eight plus, but I don't know. It depends on your kid. And it's basically like the game of life. You get like a job and you get a salary and then you get a number of loans. Well, hopefully you don't get loans, but I mean, you start with having like had a number of loans and you go around the board and stuff happens to you. Like you get an inheritance or a tree falls on your car and you got to pay it. And the first person to pay off their debt wins. It's funny, nice. but it like it, you can make it fun and you can show kids how you can lay things out. And also how if you didn't even have debt in the first place, you could have traveled the world with this money. I don't know. I'm just making it up. But yeah. th- there's that as well. This ties into conversations with your kids. Don't be afraid to dream with your kids. Does your kid literally want to live in another country or do something that costs a lot of money or whatever not just like shutting it down but knowing that god has made us dreamers and Mm. but then we have to be a little more practical and be like well if we're going to get to save a hundred dollars you need to save ten dollars a week for 10 weeks you know or something like that and that Mm. also ties into you as parents having funds for thing ahead of time like do you get overwhelmed at christmas not sure where the money goes, put it on a credit card and then you're paying it off all year. Like imagine the freedom of being ahead of it instead of behind it. That's Mm -hmm. like, this is, this is very like, you probably will spend more than a hundred dollars on Christmas, but let's just say you're spending a hundred dollars on Christmas for the 10 months you're leading up to it. You're saving 10 bucks. Then you feel like you've been ahead. You know, I'm kind Mm -hmm. of just picking up a lot of random tips here, but it's, it's really a, are you ahead of it and not behind it? Mm-hmm. and the only way you can really see that is with a budget which is a calendar for your money so don't freak out it's just telling it where to go like even your kids you want to know where your kids are right and that they're safe you don't have and it can change so and so can pick them up instead of this person from school but like you just want to know where they are right. you can change you can be in control of your budget it's you're not a slave to it but you got to know where it is. Imagine like every dollar is a little child of yours, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's anything from you having that control to walking your kids through it's okay to dream, but then we got to get practical through in college or I'm sorry, in high school. There are steps that you can already start starting high school to find scholarships and, and handle their money well. And then, you know, even in college, I have. I have, a, I have other ideas. I mean, we can't go into all of it here, but like mm-hmm. there are ways that I became a note taker. And so I basically got to sit in class with the note that the class that I was already in and get paid. So I was like, I'm going to go get paid to sit in class. I'm going to go get paid to work out because I worked at the gym. Like there are other tips and like hacks when you get to college. But I think it really goes all the way back to when they're young and also you as a parent. Are you having time with God? Are you asking him for direction? And are you actually 
partnering with him and telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. And then everything flows from that full cup, your kids and your conversation with money around kids and like a debt free life or debt free college is going to flow from that. So don't be discouraged that it's all on you. Be encouraged that I want you to have your cup filled and your mind at peace around money. And that's the best way to help your kids. Mm, Yeah, this is so good as we're, yeah, like going into this thinking about future, but just how important our time is now, like how we treat things now. And it's so empowering to, and just kind of heavy of like the responsibility, but it's like how much easier it's going to be if we take the time to have the conversations now and to be open with our, like letting your kids see that you're working on your budget and understanding where money goes. And I love that idea of them actually having the tangible dollars to understand and even that game of just sort of like role playing and just kind of understanding the the cost of things, like what it takes and what life, like just going through life of like things have dollar signs on them. <laughs> Anything you do is associated with money and just to better understand. So instead of us just I feel like so much is just like bitter complaining of our kids don't realize how much things cost everything they're asking for and they want to do and that stress. Well, let's, let's do a better job of like teaching them and living it out and showing them without like guilt or that it's some bad thing, but just like neutral awareness of like, okay, yes, you, we can spend that money on that. You won't have it for this other thing you want then, or like you're going to have to save to get that. And things don't just every time you want something you don't just get it magically. So yeah, this is just, I love that you've really brought about this awesome um, perspective of thinking about this, of really how important this time is now um, to teach them. So yeah, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. And I know I, I generally talk to college students, but like this is my other little side joy of talking to moms and I'm not even a mom so it's fun (laughs) you're preparing yourself too sure that's it (laughs) well for all of us there's there's so much great insight with what you bring so would you share a little bit about how we can find you what you offer just give us a little more thanks Um, it's easy I just send people the podcast it's called money and mental peace um, I mean I do have stuff people can can hire me for but just listen to the podcast it's all free stuff it can point you to the website and the Facebook group, you know, and talk about scholarships and money and all the things as well as faith in God. So I hope Perfect. it encourages you. Perfect. Thank you. Well, just as my one, one of the favorite takeaways of our conversation today that I want you guys to remember that I think is going to really sit with me and be a bit of a game changer for me in money. I think you've helped me so much to think about it Ooh, in our budget as like a calendar for money. There's something about that analogy that is so helpful and I really appreciate it. And so I hope that takeaway for you guys really helps you. Maybe if you've like money's fine, but it's not, <laughs> not your favorite thing to deal with it. Just having it from that perspective is like, okay, I love my calendar. So I can, I can think about money and budget in a calendar format. And that's a little more exciting, like exciting for money. You have worked miracles today, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so weird. I'm like, I'm going to go do my budget. I'm so excited, you know, like because <laughs> then I'm like, it's even little things. Like if I pay less in gas for the month that I thought, then I'll go out with my friends. Like just have fun with it. Yeah. You know? 
Awesome. Money is all your little servants working for you. Think of it like that. Wouldn't you like to have a a, a person to cook and clean for you? Well, money does other things for you. Love it. So awesome. Well, yeah, I hope all of you guys have a new perspective on handling your money and the importance of having that conversation with your kids and maybe work on your money calendars (laughs) together for your budget. All right. Thank you so much, Kara. Thanks for having me. Thank you for hanging out with me today, guys. How awesome was this conversation with Kara? It was packed full of tips, especially there at the end, all kinds of things and just really helpful in kind of shifting our perspective and how we are handling our money. And really that's, that's the way we teach our kids is by working on the way we deal with our money on a day-to-day basis. So I hope you guys are encouraged to work on this and even have some of those takeaways for preparing for college expenses and knowing what's going to be coming up and how you're going to handle that in the future and steps you can do now. So as always, if you're struggling with how to be intentional with your time and stressing about figuring out the right things to focus on, then go to the show notes and click on the mom chat link. Um, to sign up for a quick chat where we can just brainstorm and kind of recalibrate and get you on track. So you're going to walk away from this conversation feeling confident with what you're going to focus your time on, that you can get to the end of the day and feel good regardless of how it went, because you know what's important to you in this season of life. And you have a strategy for today, a strategy for today of what you want to spend your time on and let's get that plan figured out. And we can start it with 15 minutes. So head to the link, pick your time, and let's chat.